This episode of Lowbrow Nation is brought to you by Yukon's Beard Oil, the beard oil that stops the itchy beard. Go to the website, yukonsbeard.com, and put three of everything in your cart. And make sure you use the coupon code LOWBROWNATION, no spaces, at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And we're also brought to you by Goldsboro Brew Works at 207 North John Street in downtown Goldsboro. They have 30 craft beers on tap to go along with their assortment of cans and bottles. They also have a full homebrew supply goods store for all your homebrewing needs. Be your favorite brewer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Low Brow Nation. Hola, mi compas. I am Puckett here with Jacob. Hello, hey. Jacob. Hello. Jamie is out this week. He's in Savannah tattooing, but we are joined, as always, by Dustin Lanyon. What's up, folks? Antoine. <laughs> Antoine. And special guest today, we have uh, our number one listener and fan of the Low Brown Nation podcast. We have Raymaker. Hello, Raymaker. Hey, guys. Hey. How you doing? Hey. So, yeah. So how's everybody? How are you? How are you today, Jacob? Uh, I'm kind of sick. I'm a little sicky. A little sick. Yeah, that's why my voice sounds so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we got Batman here. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Where, are Where are the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Dustin? How's your week been? Oh, it's been alright, man. It's just been another week, you know, making it on by. Do you play any music this week? I played to myself. Been practicing a lot this week. Got all my guitars greased up and ready. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he's uh, doing a thing for my dad soon. Yeah, I'm doing a Bubba Fest. Are we gonna debut 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 you to the world? I guess so. That June third. For anyone who doesn't know, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before. My dad every year for his birthday, the closest Saturday to his birthday, he has like a little like festival concert. He he hosts. Can we invite everybody? Yeah, dude. He he would love for as many people to come out as possible. He has a big yard. Like people fucking camp out and shit out there. Really? Yeah. People get wild, man. It's like a when big is it? fucking June third. This June third. Yeah. It's on Saturday. It's on Saturday. How many songs are you gonna play? Uh, he want me to do a forty-five minute set. Holy Ooh. crap! Are you gonna sing? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, you should, man. You got a voice. You should do it. I'm I think you can it. do it. It's just nerves the most part, you know. But man, I dude, we- I did I did a ten minute stand up set there last yeah. year. If I can do ten minutes of stand up, you can do forty five minutes of songs. I think that uh, maybe we need to put you out somewhere else first. You think? To practice you up. Yeah. You Maybe. can go to like some fucking like hipster lo- open mic in Raleigh or something. Possibly. You should just see if Eric will let you play at the bar next time he plays <laughs> and get behind him. Just I play a couple songs. See how I don't you know feel if I can follow it. up Eric Strickland, oh. country music superstar. That's why you got to play before he does. Oh. <laughs> you got to go to like, you gotta go like a different kind of bar though for your yeah, kind I mean, of music. Yeah, I mean, that's my whole thing. You know, the music I play and stuff, you know, it's real old music. I don't know how well it's going to be received by the youth of today. You know, there's that like cigar lounge. Yeah, that would be a good spot. That right? would be bad. You need a more like relaxed spot to play yeah. your music. You can't, you know, I mean, yeah, my music's for, not hype music for no. some rich people. That's what you need to be playing for. Oh, white folks love it. <laughs> you need a good audience to appreciate what you do, man. Yeah. yeah, well, good. That's exciting. So we'll have to keep up with that. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, real quick before we jump on to Raymaker over here. Uh, we're doing the iHeart Prius contest and it ends next Monday. And we need a thousand downloads. So, what were we going for? 3,000. 3, and we've gotten 2,000. Yeah, just about. Oh, really? I didn't know we were doing that well. Yeah, we're doing good. I don't, you know, I feel as if 
we could be doing better. We so definitely could be, but yeah. yeah. To all the two thousand li- isn't bad. Though. Yeah, to all the listeners out there in uh, internet land, you kind of let me down, but <laughs> I appreciate the effort. We really need to tighten up and uh, see if we can do it. And there's a giveaway in the post, so if you go to the Facebook, there's a video, the iHeart Prius contest video. In that post, you can win shit. So I don't know why people haven't done it. So go do it. You're listening to it right now. So get on your phone. Go to the Facebook app. Go to our Facebook and fucking comment on it and do whatever you got to do to win do it. I don't remember the rules off the top of my head. But, yeah, that's all the announcements <laughs> that I have this week. Raymaker, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, good sir. Are you excited to be here? I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> how, like was, how was your week? Man, my week was awesome. Uh, work was really good. Got a lot of stuff done this week. What do you do? I'm a sales specialist for the most dominant parts company in America. Dominant. Dominant. What was the no? What was the parts coming? That makes me think of what was the movie with um, the dudes that sold brakes. What the fucking what was that movie You're called? You're talking about one of the greatest movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, what was it? Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. I was trying I to think what the hell I it love was. That fucking Are movie. you a brake salesman? <laughs> I'm not. I'm a general automotive parts salesman. But that includes brakes. That does include breaks. If you pay me enough, I'll bring out pine straw and rake it in your front yard. <laughs> <laughs> this is a jack of all trades. Ray does everything, dude. I go you, above you, and beyond for my customers. Yeah, he's like he fixes cell phones. He fixed my computer one time. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, I'm uh, I'm all about someone trying to take charge in their life and uh, jumping on the court. Ray's just a, he's just a general <laughs> handyman. Well, good. I built that computer over there. He did. He built that. He built the one sitting right there for me. Really? Good yeah. Stuff. I, I ordered the parts, but he put it together. Man, we might have to talk. I might have some stuff for you to do. You charge a lot. We can work something out. <laughs> you see that eye twitch right there? <laughs> I know. I, I saw know that was a wink or like, <laughs> like whatever you're trying to do on the table, we can take care. Of. <laughs> so uh, what? Um, what do you do for fun, Remaker? Um, I'm a boring individual. Come on, you gotta have something. Something, dude. Tell you're us. You're doing BJJ for a little bit. Is that not a thing anymore? BJJ. Um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, oh he's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. 32nd degree black belt. <laughs> Brazilian. 33. Oh. 33 checks. You're still a white belt, aren't you? Yes, technically. Uh, it's, technically. Kind of a, it's kind of a sore subject because, unfortunately, with my current work schedule, I have had to take a hiatus from Brazilian oh, jiu-jitsu. So can we not call out some like famous fucking like mixed martial arts person and tell them you could whoop their ass? Um, I prefer not to. Only. <laughs> 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 No, uh, speaking of um, what I consider famous, I have actually been able to meet two people that I watched fight in the UFC. That was just freaking awesome. Um, Who were they? Well, really what kind of started the whole um, train for me was um, I have a really good friend. He's a professional fighter and kickboxer, Doug Coltrane. Um, lives out here in Smithfield. He's a professional. Local legend. Yes, sir. Is he like UFC professional? He's been in the UFC? Uh, no, he is a professional MMA artist, um, but he's not UFC yet. He will be one day. Do they call him artists? Uh, is, that, is that something you said, or is that what they're called? Are they no, like that's the, just something I totally spun off the top of my head. Are they like uh, the rappers of the fighting world? The rappers. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'll put it this way. The guy's legit. He's a great guy. Um, has an awesome son, beautiful girlfriend, or wife. I can't remember. Doug Coltrane? Yes. What's his uh, nickname? Cold red. Cold red? Cold yeah. red? I wouldn't have to invite him on here. Why ain't you just no, stay with Coltrane? Coltrane's already like... Hey, Coltrane's like, sick. Yeah. Coltrane. 
He's an awesome guy. I actually uh, found him on Facebook because I've always been kind of a fan of fighting. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I've watched UFC growing up, and it was like the coolest thing ever. Chuck Liddell, the Iceman, Randy Couture. Do you, um, do you watch World Star? <laughs> World Star. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple of videos. They just that's crazy. Downtime at the shop consists of a lot of World Star. <laughs> I hate I hate World Star. Do you really you hate it? There's some crazy shit on there. Like I want to go fight the creators of World Star every time I watch their videos. But where will the world be without World Star? In a better place because <laughs> like you you watch some of those videos and it'll be like little kids like just beating the crap out of each other. And but I'm it's like, like a calling why? card now. Now you know when you're trying to be you know. On the internet, you just what? look for the call. I just don't know how that can get like. I don't know how you can just use the violence of others to make something viral. It's primal, dude. People yeah. love that shit. Yeah. It's not like it's a something, stage it's something, fight. It's just something in our fucking genetics, dude. We love to watch other people beat the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's just. I think that's just the way it is, man. I can't get behind it. <clears throat> it's not. It's not my cup of tea. It makes me feel bad though whenever I see someone get really hurt. Like, yeah, over some. If I see someone get like fucking just like a like a good like one punch knockout, I'm like, oh shit! But then if they start like kicking his head in on the ground, I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. I've never actually been in a yeah, fight. I'm not much so. over violence. Yeah. You've I've, never been in a fight. Period. No, I've never been hit. Never been hit. I I always I go I live under the rule of having a lot of really good friends, and I've I've been in situations where I probably should have got hit and somebody wanted to hit me, but. You know, but you're a big guy. To the credit of everyone else, I didn't have to do anything. That's why I look the way I do, though. Like I, I've never really been in a fight, but I've never really had to. I mean, I can't help that I'm yeah. a big dude or like tall as I am. Yeah. Like with all the tattoos and shit like that, it's kind of it's kind of an intimidating look. So people don't really want to fuck with me too much. And I don't say that as like a, like to brag. It just works out in my favor because I can't fight for shit. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, I mean, I'm not I'm not a tough guy. Yeah. Have you ever been in a fight, Raymaker? Um. Yeah, yes. you have. I've seen it. <laughs> I, I was there. <laughs> I have um, any fight I have ever been in, technically, I started. <laughs> one of those fights was for a really good cause. The other one was just me being an arrogant dickhead. Were you raising money for some kind of awareness group? <laughs> no, I was trying to actually stop a friend from driving drunk. And literally, my logic process, the last thing that popped in my head was, well, maybe if I can just knock him out, he won't drive home drunk that's, Yeah, that's a good That's a good. Uh, I guess that's good. I yeah. I can't I can get behind that. I mean, it's tough was, love. He was literally uh just, you know, had his mindset tunnel vision he was gonna drive drunk and I mean, anybody, you know, listening that knows anything about North Carolina, as far as um teenage Especially um, I don't mean to cut you off, but especially like our county. Yeah, I mean yeah, Johnson County, bad. we were literally like ranked like probably in the top ten of the I nation. think we were number one for a little bit. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, man. Yeah, oh, what like DUIs? Oh no, uh, teen deaths and auto, teen automobile deaths. Mm. Well, it's because teenagers shouldn't be able to drive. They should well, raise yeah. the driving age like eighteen. Well, it was our yeah. s- the school we, we, me and you went to. Ray was the number one in the county, and our county was like number one in the world for a while, right? I'm pretty sure that's true. I mean, someone could probably correct me if I'm wrong on that, but it's, it was it was high enough to that not being that far off from the truth. I mean, that, that gives me goosebumps just thinking yeah. about it. That's just crazy. Like when we were in high school, man, it was like every fucking like every year, like three, four people just yeah. When I was in high school, we lost a, a couple of students behind the wheel accidents, you know, yeah. possibly looking. I mean, alcohol. Yeah, we may not have been uh, number one as far as like quantitative, like just total number of fatalities, but given how many people we actually had in our high school, mm-hmm. 
compared to like like proportion like with the compared to the proportion of it. You know what I mean? Like so we had like how many people were in like a graduating class? Like ninety people graduate. I'll put it this way, or my, something like that. My senior year, two thousand eight when I graduated, we had seventy three students. Yeah. It's a small school. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. I went to the school I went to, it was all just rich white people crimes. Yeah. Rich white people. Like a lot of like drugs. But like rich white people drugs. Not even good I ones. Believe well like, I guess uh, they are good ones. Like whatever rich white people like cocaine, like cocaine and pills and yeah. things like that. <laughs> like there wasn't a whole big old presence of like meth. See, we didn't have all that. I don't think it also when I went to school. You know, at least the school I went to. But we had like graduating class of like thirty people. You know? Oh wow! Oh, we had like five hundred <clears throat> some or something like that. Mm. Yeah, you yeah, talking my, about everybody knew everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew the whole school. Yeah. Well, we were K twelve. For a long time, we just got to elementary school. But it was K kindergarten through twelfth grade, all in one. Yeah, ours was split up. They had yeah. like sixth through eighth and middle, and then ninth through twelfth, and yeah, a different school. And you guys grew up in the cut, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're out here. I I was right down the road, but we had like full schools. We had real. Schools. They had to keep buying. They had to keep building fucking schools because there's so many people. Nah, I went to, to hop to high school. Like they didn't. They after I left, they started putting adding on to it. Uh, but it had been the same since shit. People's grandparents had went out there. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have a lot of like uh, clubs in your school? Clubs? Yeah, we did. Yeah, like FBLA. FFA. Yeah, shit like We that. had to have yeah. 100% FFA uh, accordance. Everyone when, when in every, every, every student enrolled every student, in the school had to be an FFA. Every student that went through an agriculture course had yeah. to be an FFA. And FFA's Future Farmers of America, yeah. right? I was in FFA for four years. I, I got my corduroy jacket right there in the goddamn class. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I didn't uh, do shit with the FFA. I just had to join. I was like, man, I want that guy. I, I was never, I was never in any clubs. I remember we had, I was in one club. I was in FBLA. We had, we had, we had a teacher named Mr. Godwin. I don't think, I think yeah. I can say that right. Yeah, Mr. Godwin. He, uh, he was a big like video game nerd. Nerd. He was, a, he was a biology teacher, uh-huh. and he started like a video game club in our oh, school. Yeah. It was him and Mr. Edwards, right? Raymaker. Don't you remember that? That must have been right after I graduated. Because uh, I remember we used to play Halo with those. Guys. Yeah, yeah. We used to play. Right. Mr. Godwin used to play Halo and shit with us. Interesting. Yeah, but he started a video game club. It was like I can't even remember. It was just you would get together on Xbox Live and play. And I think you had like a trading, like we had like a trading fucking system where you could like trade video games with each other and shit. That's cool. It was pretty cool. I don't think it was actually like like funded by the school, but it was just something cool to do. Yeah, that was like the only club I was ever a part of. I never really understood clubs because we didn't do anything in any yeah. of them. It just seemed like why do I want to stay late after school? I'm ready to go to fuck home. Uh-huh. Yeah, to me anyway. Because. Uh- Go ahead. Honestly, uh, speaking about the FFA, if you were in the FFA at Princeton, 95% of the reason was to get Bojangles randomly. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would bring you Bojangles, right? Uh, we'd really? Have, we'd have the most members anytime Bojangles ever came in. And, like, literally, yeah. they got to a point where like, are you actually a member? And they're just like, well, fuck it. Here's a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I was in... Yeah, I don't think we ever did no shit like that. I was in Skills. <laughs> skills? Yeah, USA. Or used to be called Vika. What's that? It's like FFA, but... Less country. What's Vicus in for? Uh, I don't know, but it's like um, vocational like I did industrial like, clubs of America. So yeah, no, you're good. I didn't know what it stood for, but I was in that. I won awards and shit. Went to like competitions for like drafting and things of like that nature. Nice. I was in FBLA, but I just sold shit. I never went on any other trips. What is FBLA? Future, future business leaders. Yeah, future yeah. business leaders. I could see that. I could see that. But I just sold hell out some chocolate bars. So. We just had a really big tangent on high school clubs. Yeah. Hey kids, join your high school clubs. Yeah. Get involved. That's right. Raymaker, do you have a girlfriend or anything? Um, 
Yes. I'm pecking for sensitive subjects. <laughs> yes. yes. He, I'm just he, pecking, he, he dropped that like she's about to find out. Um, <laughs> un- <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way. Yes. And um, no, it is not Facebook official, but yes. Some Louis Brown Nation exclusive information. Oh, right. Raymaker's got there. an old lady. She's probably going to be listening to this. I just told her to. I'm trying a, to get some Let's get the up. download. Was she like 45? God, so bad. Um, she is right younger there. than me. She's actually 24. Hey, what? Yeah. I just want to know. I know about all y'all's lives. I don't know about Raymaker. How long have y'all been talking? Um, honestly, on and off for seven years. Seven, seven years. You better marry oh, that girl. You better just go years. ahead and settle down. Yeah. Well, that's cute. It's going to take a hell of a woman to settle me down. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Raymaker's wild. Shots fired. Raymaker's so goddamn smooth, dude. Man, um, I just want to throw this out here. We're just going to straight drop it out. Puck it. If we get 3,000 viewers, I'll get a matching I have Prius tattoo with you. Do you hate Prius as much as I do? I don't, but you know what? No, you got got to get a tattoo of something you fucking hate. Yeah, it's got to be something you hate. So what do you hate? Putting you on the spot. He hates the keto diet. And you get keto for life. <laughs> yeah, you got to let Jacob tattoo keto for life across your shoulder. I don't I don't really know if there's something I truly hate. I didn't think so either. And then I saw a Prius. <laughs> and just this, this overwhelming, just, I never felt it before in my life. Get, uh, like love. <laughs> yeah. Get, it was like the opposite of love. I don't know, Jacob. You know me pretty well. What do I hate? Get the Jake tattooed across your chest. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's a story. There's just, okay. Do you want to tell it, Ray? It's about this guy named the Jake. The Jake? Yeah. He actually, I mean, I'll, let you, I'll let you go ahead, Ray. Take, I blend, it, take it away. I'll blend with you because you can probably tell parts that maybe I don't pick up. So, all right. The scene is the Little Brown Jug, Smithfield, North Carolina. Me and some friends are going out there. You were there that night, weren't you, Jake? Yes. So we're out there drinking, having a good time, you know, good stuff. And all of a sudden, here comes this dude rolling up. And this dude, as soon as he gets out of his vehicle, you just know it's that guy. This I mean, dude's this dude's all, fucking jacked. This dude's fucking jacked up. Yeah. He's, got his, uh, he's got his piece of shit fucking hoodie, beanie, whatever you want to call it on his head. He's got this like ridiculously undersized shirt on. You know, dude probably jacks up fucking Tremblone. Tremblone. Tremblone three times a day. Yeah. Like, dude's just jacked up, and he's like, my shit don't stink. Well, anyway, he walks up there, and we're outside just carrying on. We're just literally, like, if you and me were just... You know, just talking, rapping off, and he kind of just cuts right in our conversation because we were talking. We just kind of went on this tangent where we were doing like a WWE impressionations. You know, like it's the badass Billy Gunn or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, we were drunk. And he just comes up and he's like, "It's the Jake, and we want none of you motherfuckers try me." And we're just like, <laughs> "Oh hell!" I just remember, you, I just remember he was like calling you fat and shit, wasn't he? I mean, like calling you fat or yeah, something. Yeah, he just comes up and uh, I can't remember. I mean, maybe I provoked him. I just said, uh, "No, nah, you were definitely talking shit to him." Uh, that sounds, that's, that's probably accurate You were 100% talking shit to the dude I mean this dude's massive And I was kind of like Dude he could Drunk whoop brain. all of our asses With one hand And I was like Ray shut the fuck up Man I bet uh, he this, can't even wipe his own ass man. I'm telling you I just You know when I, I get pretty ballsy And I, I probably It's probably I've gotten really lucky I probably didn't get my ass kicked More times than I have But so do you dislike this guy named the Jake? Um, he's just a fucking douchebag. This he, guy, he, he's just to give you kind of like paint a picture of like what kind of dude he is. Like I remember seeing him one time and he had a shirt. He calls himself the Jake. He refers to himself as the Jake, like in third person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a shirt one time when I saw him. It said the Jake on the front, and then on the back it said outdoing you since '72. So that's just the kind of person he is. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Jake. So he's just to kind of give you give you an idea. Internet sidebar: Jamie's FaceTiming me. 
<laughs> I knew that was going to happen whenever you yeah, face right. him before we were called. I was like, before before we started recording, yeah. I was like, he's going to fucking call back in the he middle. Will. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I'll tell you what. You can just, if we get 3,000 downloads, you have to get a low brown nation tattoo. There we go. Yeah. Where we say it's got to look like what we want it to look like. Deal. I'll give you my back. Whatever. I want to put somewhere else on the neck. I can see it like on your forearm. Oh. You got your girlfriend's name up there? No, I would never <laughs> in God's green earth in a lifetime ever get a woman's name tattooed on me. Yeah, don't do that. It's a death It's a death sentence. It's the curse, dude. Anytime you get a woman's curse. name tattooed on you, mm-hmm. it doesn't Mom, work out. Mama ain't raising a fool. Yeah. I think I don't think that's a curse though. There, there is like in the tattoo industry that's known as the curse. Like if you get a woman's name, oh. your significant other's name tattooed on you, that it's not going to work out. My theory is that if you're just the type of person to get someone else's name tattooed on you, you're probably just not a stable person, and the relationship's doomed anyway. You know I got I mean? a tattoo for my wife that butthole you did on my leg. Oh, that's not her name. I mean, that's that's symbolism. Different. That's symbolic. Yeah, that works out because it'll, it'll still be a cool tattoo even if something happens. You know what I mean? Better not. It's not. Like I'm not saying it's going to. I'm just saying it'll still be a cool. I'll tattoo. I blame it on you. Like, but like the tattoos that only work in the context of your significant other. You know what I mean? Like yeah. their name. Mm-hmm. So that tattoo would only work. Unless you guys are together. I would get your name tattooed on me. Really? And a little heart. Really? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Jacob. Right I'll, on my heart. I'll do it for Jacobi. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So uh, there was a freaking a video that I made you guys watch. And uh, I want to talk, right. talk about it. All right. What do you so want to talk about? Up. Okay. Just go ahead. Okay. So the premise of the video, we're going to post it on Facebook. But it's just talking about um, war protesters. Mm-hmm. It was a parody. And it made fun of war protesters saying how there are no war protesters now. Well, now there will be. But there weren't during the Obama administration. Yeah. And there were a lot during the Bush administration. So how do you feel about it? I thought the video was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. What is your take on the situation? On um, what situation? So we'll just do a quick current event. So currently, uh, there are problems in Syria, sure. as there has been. Yeah. If like Trump tomorrow was like, I'm gonna go bomb those motherfuckers. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just gonna give you a little caveat. I'm not. I don't by any stretch of the imagination consider myself an expert on foreign relations or or foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to be like to, to take the non-interventionalist stance on things, right? Um, but I think in some situations, intervention is probably necessary. I don't know mm-hmm. if this is that situation. I don't know if this situation it is necessary. From what I've been seeing on the internet, um, it seems to be even be questionable that it was Assad who fucking you know attacked, with yeah. the chem- who, who launched the chemical weapons attack. So that I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's up in the air. Um, it just seems. I, don't, I mean, I, I just, I really don't, I have no clue. I was a big anti-war person when Bush was president, but I was also like 18 years old, so right. that kind of fit <laughs> together. Yeah. But I was a big anti-war person, but in my later years, I've decided that I don't know what they know. Mm-hmm. Even though Trump stood on the, he stood on the platform of not getting involved with other countries. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like the, Trump's whole, like a major chunk of what he ran on was let's not fuck with that and fix our problems here right yeah, yeah. that's kind of what got him elected i think it is and there's like everybody's mad about it but i i i, I attack it's it. weird though because i've seen more republicans upset about it and more liberals or democrats like kind of on board with it you know yeah. what I mean? well because i think liberals tend to be more uh um 
tend, tend to empathize more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the empathy can, you can argue whether it's misplaced or not and causes irrational decision making. But I, th- I think uh, liberals and Democrats tend to be more empathetic. I just think that Democrats don't agree with it. Because, or Democrats do agree with it because Republicans aren't agreeing with it. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, it, it seems to kind of go, like, and Trump's, it, based on what I can tell, mm-hmm. seems to be going against a lot of the things he ran on, man. They've been signaling, his administration has been, has been uh, signaling that they're going to crack down on uh, legal marijuana and uh, mm-hmm. recreational use of marijuana and all that stuff in the marijuana industry. And I think that's kind of an- antithetical to um, what he was talking about in his campaign because he was like Mr. Jobs too, you know what I mean? Yeah. And state and Mr. State's rights. Yeah. And that infringes. I mean, it fucks up jobs. It uh, it kind of it definitely undermines fe- states' rights because he's wanting to in- invoke the wrath and the power of the federal government to enforce this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of beside the point of what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I it doesn't just intuitively it doesn't seem like a good idea to me. Um. I, I, but I, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't claim to know enough. It just seems to me, it seems like dude, there's like a compulsive, like once you become president, you just have this compulsive fucking urge to stick your dick in the Middle East. Like I don't know what that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why is that? I don't know. It's just like as soon as you become president, you're just like I gotta put my goddamn cock right up the asshole of anywhere in the Middle East I can fit it. Well, I'm a firm believer of, like, you know, we talked about conspiracies and all that, and I don't get on board with conspiracies, but I do think there's a lot that goes on that maybe we just don't fucking know about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I mean, not- I'm sure, dude, there's probably so much, like, nuance, so much nuance and just things I don't comprehend or don't even know about, like, why they're making these decisions. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like I'm in any place to really... Um, judge, I just know, like, if we're going to take military action against uh, Syria, mm-hmm. like, we have to have a fucking game plan. And the whole thing about uh, Trump undermining Congress or not getting Congress's the, con- the the approval of Congress to launch these missiles, I think, is ridiculous because he said the same shit about Obama in 2013. He tweeted tweeted out that if Obama um, launched an attack or anything like that on Syria without Congress approval, that it would be a big mistake. And now he's doing the same thing. Well, he, his whole his whole term has been that way, though. Well, yeah, I've had so many conversations with people just because we all know how I like to be right in conversation. So I've <laughs> saved that shit up and used it everywhere I can just to where he has fucking not followed the rules. Yeah. So if anybody thinks he's going to start doing it now, no, yeah, they're they're fucking fooling know, themselves. Yeah, this shit ain't happening. Yeah. So how do you feel about a remaker? Blow them up or let them be? Um, honestly, I did not watch that video, but um, the chemical weapons one, I didn't. Yeah. If I have to, um, it's brutal. If I have to develop my own opinion, um, honestly, I wake up in the morning, I put my shoes on, I get dressed, I go to work, and at this point, anything that happens in politics, I just don't give a shit. I like because that. I just really feel like, regardless, I mean, in the long run, yes, in certain ways, it's going to affect me, but. You know, I'm. I just focus on me doing what I need to do, where I need to be. And at the end of the day, I mean, ultimately, what the government's going to do is out of my command anyway. I was talking to um, who was I talking to? I was talking to Drew about this subject, mm-hmm. just the war and, <coughs> and all that in general. And he was telling me that he was talking to a military guy and basically said that you know we're not we're fine yeah. because. We have the like the largest militaries in the world. Mm-hmm. We take away everybody else's nuclear nuclear weapons, so we have all those, and we have like the largest armed population in the world. Yeah. So 
I'm kind of with you, Raymaker, in the sense of I like to argue about politics, but at the end of the day, I'm good. Ain't nobody gonna come fuck with us. So, I mean, but, it just seems to me like the there's there's just too much cognitive dissonance on both sides, man. It's like the fucking liberals who just want to hate Trump just to hate Trump mm-hmm. that are now like backing policies or uh, disagreeing with Trump that is like because Trump takes a Trump took a few liberal stances like. Mm-hmm. Especially like I think like uh, the whole his whole stance on uh, on TPP and NAFTA and all that shit was uh was very liberal. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like as soon as he started you know advocating for that stuff, the liberals just kind of flipped the script. And, like no, nah, TPP's rad. I'm just glad we're off all the social bullshit. Like that's done for a while. Oh, I mean, yeah, we can hear about some shit that matters. That's all it was, dude. He launched his missiles to fucking take the uh, attention away from the Russian hacking shit and all that. Good. That's all it was. Blow him the fuck up. If the Middle East is causing that much problem, let's decimate it and start over. No, my God. (laughs) Whatever. No. I mean... Hate? You hate me because you ain't me. (laughs) I just... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, th- I think uh, Trump does get it right on some things, but I think they're complete. The things he does get it right on is completely by accident. I don't think he's smart. I don't think he's doing it on purpose or because he's well informed or anything like that. Yeah, like, uh, like I do. Uh, I do think his uh, his honest or the one. I mean, like you got you got like the liberals, like Hillary Clinton, refused to say anything about uh, radical Islam. She did refer to it once as what she said, like radical jihadist or something uh-huh. like that makes any fucking sense. That's kind of a fucking redundant statement. Yeah. But uh, so that's cool. But I think I don't think any, I don't think anything Trump says comes from a genuine place of information. I don't think Trump could fucking look at a world map and tell me where Pakistan is. You know what I mean? Could you look at a world map? And yes, I can. <laughs> I, I doubt Trump knows the difference between Sunni and Shiite Muslims. Dang it. You know what I mean? Call him out. Maybe we'll get tweeted about. Maybe. That's kind of what I wanted to bring this up. I want to get tweeted about. It's like my dream. Low Brown Nation. Not good guys. God, yeah. Smart. Suck it, Trump. Not very Tweet smart. about me. <laughs> Tweet about me. Terrible <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Whatever, man. You know how many downloads we would get off that shit? I'd be uh, all about it. Yeah, for sure. Speak is speak. I don't care if it's hate. You know? I'd get Trump on my back. Just tattooed. Big face of Trump. Oh, would you really? Yeah, if Trump tweets this podcast, I will do that. God. That's fucked, dude. Get that picture of Trump where he's like a baby with like a shitty ass grabbing, <laughs> <laughs> grabbing at the flag. We'll we'll not we'll not roll on you know super serious. T- I just wanted to get your this input. Is good opinion. Yeah, yeah that's it. it. Let's talk about something lighthearted and fun. You want to talk about video games? I, video games because I had this thought the other day and I want to play it out. So I want to ask everybody here. So we'll start with uh, Jacob. Okay. Jacob, what video game system did you start out with? Uh, the first video game system I remember having was a Super Nintendo. Where are you at now? PC. Okay. I've evolved. Did you ever do like PlayStation or anything like that? Yeah, I had a PlayStation 2. I had a PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. PlayStation 2, and then I had an Xbox 360. Did you ever do Sega? No. Sega. I had friends who had Segas. I don't like Sega people. What's wrong with Sega? I well, just Sega's like not even a, a thing. I know, but it was a different kind of friend. You know what I mean? I like Sega back in the day, man. Sega has some sick-ass games. It yeah. has Sonic. So, yeah, I mean, that's really all I I had a fucking dope-ass Batman game back in the day, too. I, yeah, remember. I can't remember what it was called, but it had a sick-ass Batman game. I rode the Nintendo bandwagon for a long time. Yeah, the damn uh, I, Nintendo was the first yeah, one I had. I also had a 64. I forgot about that. So I, I, had, had, a I had a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo 64, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and then Xbox 360. I think that was the the start. That was like the original systems I had. What did I have? I did Nintendo, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, sixty four, 
PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, then PlayStation 3, then back to Xbox 360 because I'm a diehard Microsoft user, and now I'm on the one. Uh, well, you said you had a theory, though. What was the theory? I just think that like Sega people are now on PlayStation, and the Nintendo people ride the Xbox bandwagon. I disagree, sir. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nintendo's I thought, I got a Sega. lot of Sega uh, licenses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? Like, yeah. So Nintendo, Nintendo picked up a lot. Yeah, they Nintendo, picked up Sonic and all that. Yeah, shit. they picked. They put out all the new Mega Sonic Man. Games. Was it Mega Man Sega? Uh, no, nah, Mega Man was. He was kind of. He was PlayStation and Nintendo. So like, he was just kind of like a cross platform. Yeah, not exclusive. Yeah, he came more, leaned more towards PlayStation. Did once he really? He came out. I yeah. thought it was like fucking Nintendo or Sega or something. I missed. Yeah, he, came, he first started on Nintendo because I had Mega Man X on Super Nintendo. Okay. Nintendo has fell off though. I mean, hey, they got the Switch out now, and it's a good concept, I think. You know, once they get some the titles Switch rolling out. The Switch is really cool. Yeah, the problem yeah. with the Switch right now is that they don't have any titles, which is the problem with any new console is that, yeah. you know, they don't launch with, like, a fucking, like, a solid roster of video I, games. I but just, that Zelda looks amazing, though. I'm just, the Breath of the Wild, dude, I haven't, like, me and Dustin were talking about that. That's the one game I haven't spoiled anything for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't really looked up anything about it because I don't want, because I want to play, I want to play it, and I don't want anything ruined for me. I don't want to yeah. look at all the fucking cool parts on the internet or yeah. anything. Like, I just want to play and experience it. What is that yeah. going to be on? It's already out. It's on the Switch and the U, right? Is it on the U? Yeah, it's on the U. Yeah, and I sold my U a little uh, not too long ago, too. But it's like apparently it's like apparently it's like open world. Yeah. Oh really? It's an open world fucking Zelda game. So Nintendo's trying to jump on the bandwagon now. Yeah, it's getting pretty good. uh, You know, critical claims. You know, I feel like one of the best titles Nintendo's put out. I could be wrong, but I feel like the things that have stuck with Nintendo is when they don't try to make like sudden left turns. On the consoles, like I thought, like they I mean, were the last few steady. generations. Yes. They've been breaking bounds, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying like they've been like they did the Wii. The Wii was a big fucking. Yeah, the Wii dude. was a big hit, but then, the U kind of fell. That didn't yeah, really the, take. The off. U didn't really do too much. Yeah, yeah. But, but Nintendo's always taking weird ass risks and trying to like innovate and do like yeah. weird shit. Yeah. But it also, but the, the problem I've had with Nintendo is that it just seems too fucking like kid or like family yeah. oriented for me. You know, yeah. What I mean? Mm. That's the direction. Do they even have rated M games on Nintendo? No. But yeah. I mean, with the Switch now, they're getting third-party titles in. Like Skyrim's going to be no on shit. the Switch. I didn't uh, know that. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, they're getting third-party in there. Not just Nintendo only, like we, they're used to. You know? We might try that at my house then. Maybe oh, yeah. I was. I could have been wrong. And Nintendo's always a good party console. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. eight players. At least with the, the UU had up eight-player games. Smash Brothers, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart. Like, I would... Good. I wish Guitar Center, Guitar uh, Hero, was still big. I but. have the new Rock Band. Is it cool? I like it. I don't have all, all I have is the guitar, but I want to get like a drum set and shit because I used to love playing the drums on Rock Band. Yeah, it's just fun game to play with like a bunch of people. Yeah, dude. Especially if you're like drinking and shit, dude. It's so fun. <laughs> like, if, you, like someone gets on the microphone, yeah, and starts just fucking <laughs> hooting and hollering. Oh yeah, Raymond Raymaker, you play video games? Um, no. Yes. <laughs> I used to. I used to actually. I guess to give you the history of my video games, um, I actually started with a Sega Genesis. The first game I ever played. Now, this shows you if you're a true Sega fan or not. Vector Man. Vector Man. Do you remember that? Yeah. Hell yeah. That was literally the first game I ever got for Sega. Followed straight by Street Fighter Two. And uh, that's where I literally fell in love with. You play Street Fighter? Oh God! Here we go. (laughs) Dustin is my homeboy. Dustin's real big on the arcade style fighters. Oh yeah, Yeah. I love fighting games, man. Two D, hell, even three D based like Tekken stuff like that. All fighting games. I don't know. I'm just into them. Tekken's cool. Oh yeah, Tekken. Soul Calibur was my favorite. Yeah, Soul Calibur was always my favorite. Yeah, they really needed to. They need to do something. Yeah, they need to bring back Soul Calibur. I can get behind that. Soul Calibur was the sickest. I love the characters, dude. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. It was what good. What is your favorite video game of all time? 
favorite. Probably Halo 3. Halo. Mine's really going to be weird. Probably Halo 3, man. I have to say, I had the most fun playing Halo 3. I met so many fucking people on Halo 3. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I spent the most time playing it. And like most of the fucking, a lot of the people I, I still currently play video games with, like online, I met playing Halo 3. I went to fucking events playing Halo 3, you know, just from playing Halo 3. Just It was, it was the most fun I ever had mm-hmm. playing a video game. I don't know if it was actually like objectively how good the game was or just my experience with the game. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was probably my favorite. It's got to be my favorite video game. Throw back to Meadowlands, baby. Oh, Meadowlands. <laughs> Me and uh, I was 16 years old, and I went with Ray and our buddy to New Jersey for Meadowlands against the will of all of my adult guardians and super- <laughs> supervisors. Oh, really? Damn. It was fucking hot. Hood rat shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, that was some hood rat shit. It was awesome, man. I mean, I got fucking in trouble for it. Yeah. Well, that's great to think I literally kidnapped a minor. Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. If my if my family was like, they didn't want me to go. They were upset with me, but they didn't think I was being kidnapped or anything. You know what I mean? Uh huh. So, they just knew you hauled that. Yeah. So they wouldn't have like pressed charges against you guys, but they were just oh. like, I'm gonna tear his ass up when he gets back. You know what I mean? Fuck this kid. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite video game of all time, Dustin? Me. See, I played a lot of it. My first console was an Atari. Mm. Really? Really? How old are you? Like twenty? You're younger right? than me. <laughs> yeah, I'm twenty eight. Not because uh, some old man, I was with my mom on a job one day, and mm-hmm. there was some old man, she was working at his house, and he just had an Atari, and me and my twin brother was sitting there playing it. And before we left, he was like, Y'all can have it. No shit. Yeah, we was like, I don't know. You play Pong? Uh, yeah, I had Pong, I had uh, E.T. Fucking. E. There's an uh, E.T. game for Atari? Wow. Yeah, it was like the fucking, like the. It's like a big thing, the E.T. game, because really? they like killed the video game industry for a little bit. Really? Yeah, there's like whole kind of documentaries on fucking really? that E.T. video game. For check they killed the, how did it kill the video game industry? At that, in, at that time, I don't know, something came out because it was just such a horrible game. Yeah. <laughs> and that at that point, you know, with the, I guess with the way the Atari was working out, like one of the leading consoles for, you know, in-home kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, shit, you know, was nothing, you know. Yeah. And, what was Atari's... Competition was it the Intellivision? That was the Atari's competition. Oh, like right? was uh, was that? Uh, what was that? Uh, be Commando. Or, uh, talking about the game or the system? The system. I don't remember. I just I remember like Intellivision. Commando sixty four hundred or something. Yeah, they had like something. I don't remember what it was. This is before <sighs> yeah. my time. Yeah. But that's but I mean that's right before Nintendo came out because Nintendo really brought back the video game industry mm-hmm. at that time with the NES, right? Yeah, that was your first Nintendo system ever. Yeah, right? yeah and then it I was, had that one. I had the Super Nintendo. I had a Nintendo sixty four. I had a Sega Genesis. Yep. Uh, played a, a Dreamcast for a little bit of a friend. The Dreamcast. The Dreamcast, the yeah. elusive. Cr- that thing's a fucking unicorn now. Cr- it was fucking, for that time, like the Dreamcast seemed like Xbox. Too soon. Yeah. Cra- crazy, crazy Taxi? Uh, or fucking, what crazy was it? Taxi was like it Virtual Fighter or uh, DOA? Yeah, I was talking about. That, those games used to look incredible on the Dreamcast. And the Resident Evil game. Isn't, yeah. isn't DOA, that's Dead or Alive, that's the one with the big ass titties, right? Yeah. The chick with the titties. Yeah, it's got a yeah. They got a whole other subgenre like, of like, like just the women of DOA, yeah, like beach volleyball, the shit beach like volleyball. That. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. They but won't yeah. let you. They won't let you stream that on Twitch. Really? Really? Nah. Yeah, it's it's Do supposed what? to. Really? Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of games that you can't stream on Twitch because of content like that. Yeah, it's very sexual based. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, I had a PlayStation, PlayStation Two, uh, Xbox, GameCube, fucking PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Sixty. Nintendo Wii, Nintendo Wii U, fucking, now I got a PlayStation 4. Yeah, see, that's the Sega thing. Mm-hmm. That's your PlayStation user. But I was never, the only thing I played on Sega was Sonic. 
Like I had, I just had Sonics on. So. Still have oh, one. We have a friend. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drop his name, but uh, he's, uh, he's wanting to uh, open up uh, his own business. Uh huh. And we were, we were at the bar with him the other night. Me and Ray were, and he's, he was talking about opening up like a video game business. And I was trying to tell him like that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't open up a storefront video game business uh-huh. because that's dying anyway. Like I talk, yeah. I talk, I know, I know people work at GameStop and they say that like they're fucking like going down you know what i mean yeah they sell more action figures yeah, and collectibles like, and things yeah. like that because you can just download video yeah games no one wants to yeah. fucking drive and get a video game when you can just sit at your house and download it especially like if you have like a console like the xbox one mm-hmm. you go and buy a fucking video game the hard copy of it you get home you still have to download like a fucking big ass updater <laughs> yeah. like you know install yeah. like so you're still fucking waiting spending time like downloading shit so mm-hmm. why waste your time going to buy the shit you know yeah. what i mean yeah it doesn't make any difference so i was telling i was like dude if you wanted to open up a store um that's like game related or something like that. Open up like a hobby store, like a tabletop yeah. store, like Magic the Gathering, D and D, Yu Gi Oh, shit like that. Because yeah. that's not nearly as easy, easily replaceable as yeah. video games digitally. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. But I mean, they have like Hearthstone, like card game simulators. But um, I mean, they have simulators for really any tabletop online. Yeah, yeah. But more people are going to be are going to be more motivated to go out and spend time and hang out with their friends at a at a card shop where. Then you can have like refreshments and drinks and shit I, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's where that's just where the world's going because stores, storefronts in general. Yeah. I mean, you could have a store like a Think Geek kind of thing, but you still have to have an online presence. And then sure, do yeah. like the yeah. and your store is more like you said, more like a hangout <laughs> than a yeah. uh than well just an, a store. another thing you can do, man, um, if you own like a like a game store like like a hobby store or a hobby shop, um, you can host like you can probably get up with like a big company like Wizards of the Coast or something like that. Yeah. You can host tournaments, yeah, at your store because that's how they do it. Like, there's big stores in Raleigh mm-hmm. that they have like fucking qualifiers and like regional tournaments like that are hosted by Wizards of the Coast or you know Star City Games or whatever. Uh, so there's plenty of there's plenty of stuff you can. One of our friends, you play video games with him online. Mm. Uh, he plays a lot of World of Warcraft. Got you. Yeah, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. He has always wanted to start like a like a sports bar, but for yeah, for professional gaming, which I thought that was a a, a freaking that's sick. Yeah, I would go. Professional game is taking off. Really. Well, yeah, but the pro- another problem with that, like, because um, they used to have land centers back in the day, like mm-hmm. around like 2010 time. Yeah, one like a frog something. Or... Uh, there was one in, that I used to go to in Garner by where Anchors Away is. Mm-hmm. It was called Elite Gaming. That place closed down. There was yeah, one they used in... to have places in the mall, like just a bunch of computers. Yeah, and Game shit Frog. That's what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Game Frog was one that was really big for a while, but the, there's none of those anymore. You know, what I mean, especially not around here. Like I was, I was trying to tell him, man. I think the best route to go would definitely be like the tabletop route. Yeah, that'd be cool. Then you, then you can do because like there's really no competition in the area. Yeah, there's uh there's one store in Goldsboro, and I'm really good friends with the owner, but he's barely open. Yeah, you know what I mean, like he 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 didn't open. He don't open. He opens like a, like three days a week. And he doesn't open until like later in the afternoon, like five o'clock or something. Well, that's how. I mean, if you're gonna have someone there, he's gonna have to sell stuff online. Yeah, and no, and then you have to keep up like events and stuff too. Yeah, you know I mean, you have to have like a calendar online, and you can yeah. also like if you if you're buying like if you're like buying and trading like single cards, whether it be Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, anything like that, you can have it so where people can place the order online and then go to the store and pick it up. You know what I mean? So they don't. Yeah. So they can check out and see if you have the card before they drive up there. You know what I mean? That way they can place the order online and then come there, come to the store, pick it up. Stuff Hot like damn. I think it's a sick idea, man. I, I was really trying to push him in that direction. I don't know how much experience he has with uh, tabletop games, card games. Mm-hmm. Um, 
miniatures. Yep. Another one would be sick. I mean, you could do two is Warhammer, dude. Warhammer. Warhammer. That's been is, big for a while. It's been big and it's super expensive. That's people, how I, people drop a lot of money on Warhammer. You paint like your own figurines and all that. Yeah, for, yeah. Right? That's that's the one where people do the miniature figurines I and paint them and stuff. I yeah. like I like hobbies. I got into that for a little bit. I forgot. I think it was like Mage Knights or something. Yeah. But it was like these tabletop like it was kind of like a game too. I guess like some D D kind of based stuff. Like you could do like simulation based well, yeah. things with them. Yeah. And it had like life pointers and you know like damage stuff and all that. It was crazy. Well, Warhammer was really you know back in the day, Fat Boy Video Games, Goldsboro. They did that in there, right? That I don't remember. Those? I was um, I never really went to Fat Boys. Was like an old uh, like mom and pop video game store in Goldsboro. Mom and pop. Um, I never really went went there too much because it was just hard enough. For, I didn't drive, and it was hard for me to get my parents to take me out to Goldsboro for something for a video game stop when there was a video game shop when there was one like five minutes down the road in Smithfield. Raymaker, are you like forty two? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's so funny you say that because you know my buddy mutual friend logan you know he saw he's picking on me and uh saying like when I, whenever we were in school he always said i acted like a grown-ass man whenever we were all kids just the way i'd talk and just the things. stories it's yeah. like you were like a grown-ass man hanging out with jacob when he was a kid. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. that's funny but. so the reason i want to bring up video games you know jacob uh, streams on Twitch, and I don't know if he wanted me to say that, but there no, that's it is. Fine. I mean, it's, very, it's very, it's very small right now. I haven't really streamed this week because I've been sick. So I mean, what's your uh, Twitch handle? It's a uh, Twitch TV slash Viking underscore NC for what? like for North Carolina, and Ding. we'll we'll put that on the so, you know, Facebook. Go, get on there, smack that follow button. Yeah, let me know how you like it. Comment, like, and subscribe. Even if you don't like video games, it's very interesting to watch Jacob because you can see him mm-hmm. and you can interact with him. Oh, yeah. It's just like every other channel on Twitch, though. It's and we cool, keep though. the chat. Try- the that's best. my problem. I'm trying to figure out why people should watch my channel because there's so many fucking streamers on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why people should watch my channel, why, people, why people should be interested in me. So, yeah. And there's, there's, all, there's two ways to really get people to view, to watch you on Twitch. Is oh. That's either one is you have to be fucking amazing at whatever video game you're playing you have to be like one of the best in the world Mm -hmm. or you just have to be fucking super interesting um so i i I think i need to find like some sort of like niche audience or like something i can do like maybe whether it's with like metal like i have like i just play like metal like take audience requests or something like that i mean there's plenty of like people who play music while they stream i don't know i have have yet to figure it out it's probably a shit idea i've yet to figure out like what i want my my what what sets me apart to be i don't know i think that you know imitation is the best form of flattery so even if you find something somebody else does you just gotta do it better put your own yeah you do do it but yeah don't do it worse because then everybody (laughs) just calls you a copycat but you got to do it better but i mean other people have already figured it out you know what i mean yeah so i mean that's with anything i'm trying to jump into the world of the internet and that's how i look at it i I go look at what everybody else has done or is doing i don't want to do what they're doing but they already screwed up so Uh if i can skip ahead of their screw-ups and then i don't have to go through that you know what i mean Kind of with the podcast, like so many fucking people are doing podcasts now, but here yeah. we are, and we're, I think we're doing a pretty good job. So, yeah, we had to do a lot of research. <clears throat> yeah, how do you guys feel about um, as far as video games go? You know, like, um, there's like this big thing where, like, I work with a lot of older people and they have kids, right? Uh-huh. And they have kids, they're like teenagers and stuff. And, and we'll be talking about video games or through something in the office, and they'll say, Well, I don't let my kid play video games, or I don't want my kid to play video games all the time. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel I about that? I think it's that? bullshit. I think, dude, is like video games aren't intrinsically bad for children. Mm-hmm. Like the, a, a child can develop a problem with video games, whether they become addicted to it or like neglect their homework or schoolwork or you mm-hmm. know stuff like that. That obviously becomes a problem. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but I think 
video games can be good for children. Like it teaches yeah. critical thinking. It teaches yeah. problem solving. You yeah. know what I mean? As long as you do your job as a parent and regulate how much they're playing, you know what I mean? And make sure that they're not playing the wrong titles. So I don't think, I don't think, uh, <clears throat> I don't think, um, like a, a young child playing like Grand Theft Auto is the worst thing a young child can do. I'm not on the board with that. Like mm-hmm. playing Grand Theft Auto as a kid will fuck you up. Yeah. Because I played Grand Theft Auto as a kid. I'm pretty fucked up, but I don't think that's why. You know what <laughs> I mean? <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I I, th- I think uh, letting your kids playing video games as long as you act like a parent about it, you know, and you know, have some sort of restrictions and rules and stuff like that. I think I think I think it's actually to the benefit of the child. Yeah. I mean, you can make a career out of it. You can. Yeah. You can work in the video game industry. You can be a gamer. You can be a game tester. Yeah. They have this new thing at uh, one of the big video game places in... Uh, you should look into doing this. It's actually pretty cool. It's a Epic Games and Carry. Yeah. And I don't know how you go about doing it, but we did the construction on the little thing they built, but mm-hmm. they wanted people to come in and like play video games, and they had like this room, and then there was like the one-sided glass yeah. or whatever, or two-sided glass, whatever it's called, and the developers and stuff would sit behind the glass and watch you react to the video game no shit uh, and they did they weren't looking for like the errors in the games because they have testers they, for that. Wanna they want to see how you react to it so right, like right. if you're like in a level or something you get all pissed off and throw the controller that's what they want to know like where uh, you where do you get frustrated do they pay how do that? you feel about it yeah i think you can go in and get paid that's for crazy it. i mean being a game tester in general i know like you don't get make a lot of money uh, but yeah, you don't make a lot of money because i mean i think that's like most kids like that was my fucking dream as a kid yeah like i remember having to write a paper in like fourth grade about what i wanted to do as a kid and i was like i want to be a fucking video game tester i um but that's i mean most so many kids have that i mean now especially with video games yeah you know? But I'm very much along that line. So there's a time for work and there's a time for blessing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I think that, I don't know. I always just get so frustrated when, well, they need to be outside playing or doing playing football or doing that. Well, well they might not be it. into that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it's all I mean? it's really on the parents to develop the kind of the child, what they're really going to be exposed to at what ages, you know, to what's yeah. really going to catch their interest. I think um, forcing your kid to do anything is probably a net uh, negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you can encourage shit for your child. But to be like, no, fuck you, you're not playing, you're not going to sit and play this video game, you're going to go outside and throw the football. Mm-hmm. That can just make that child harbor like resentment and yeah. make them want to lash out and rebel against mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see So that. you got you got to kind of point them in the right, I'm not a parent, so I mean, anything yeah. I say is pretty much fucking worthless on this on this yeah. subject, but just yeah. just theory crafting here, like I think, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to um, encourage your kids, but also you got to give them some guidance, but you got to let them kind of fucking figure out their own path, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with no. that. I just think that, I don't know. I think it's cool. But I just, I just that's I, what you want to do. I just yeah. can't stand. I mean, now we're kind of getting into a different topic, but I can't stand seeing parents, man, just fucking like bossing their kids around to the point where it's like they're not letting their kids do what they want to do. You know, what I mean? or not. Yeah. I don't want to say do what they want to do because that sounds like I'm just like let them fucking act crazy. You know, what yeah. I mean? I'm not. I'm not saying that, of course. You know, what I mean, but you can't helicopter around here. Yeah, because yeah. I think honestly that does more. That probably does more damage to the kid than it does help them. You know what I mean? I like this topic because none of us are parents. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's pretty. People, cool. people what, who are parents are going to be listening to this, be like, "Fuck you! You don't have kids. You don't. Yeah. You don't know what it's like." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Maybe I'm trying to figure it out before I do it, so I make the right yeah. decisions. Yeah, we gotta. You gotta. You gotta plan ahead. You know, I I was never forced into anything. You know, I I learned how to, I wanted to learn how to play guitar. My dad went out and bought me a guitar. Yeah. And That's I the thing. This is the courage, you know. Give them yeah. the opportunity to, you know, get whatever they, you know, get engaged with whatever that comes to their mind. Now know? I will say that, like, whenever I did want to get into something, 
I wasn't allowed to like half-ass it. Like there was right, no right. like if you're gonna yeah, do yeah, it, you yeah. gotta like do it. I'll support sure. you doing it, but I'm not gonna go spend five hundred dollars on a guitar for it to sit, you know, in the corner and you not ever play it. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. I, I I was guilty of that as a kid. I yeah, I was guilty as fuck of that. Like I would want something, and then I would get it, and then I would I would fuck with it for a little bit, and then yeah, I feel you one hundred percent, man. Because I remember growing up. I mean, my dad, I mean, God rest his soul, he was just. There's a whole total total other conversation I could have about that man, but um, you know, one of the things I was very fortunate. Yes, I'll be the first to admit I was a spoiled damn kid growing up. Right. I'm I'm gonna own it. Um, I was very fortunate to have um parents that totally let me you know figure out, you know, really what my passions were, my drive was in life, and one of the biggest things he would always tell me. And speaking about what you said, you know, your dad's motto was don't half-ass anything. Mm-hmm. I, one of the things I will never forget my dad ever told me was, if you're going to do something, do it with love. If you're going to go after something, be passionate about it and give yourself 110%. Yeah, you can't. You, you got to jump in Which, feet first. Raymaker mentioned something I kind of want to drill down on a little bit. I can't stand seeing people harboring any kind of resentment for other people who had a fortunate life. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can, like, to say to, like, make someone feel bad because they were spoiled or, like, if the kid's acting like a brat, you know, obviously you can be like, that kid's a fucking brat. He's a spoiled brat. Yeah. But to, to like, have any sort of resentment towards someone's because they had, like, uh, benefits and, uh, and like, a leg up in life, is, is I, th- I think that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's what that person does. You have to look at that person as a person. You can't say, well, he had everything handed to him. Because if you had a fucking kid and had the ability to hand everything that kid wanted yeah. to him, you would do the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. shit drives me nuts. Yeah. That's why, like, I can't, I, I, I can't stand that whole like silver fucking spoon mentality. You know, that yeah. people have like, oh, that guy fucking didn't have to work for anything. Maybe he did. You don't know. You and know what I mean? Maybe he had to work in a different way, and it's not his fault or her fault that yeah, they you, had no that, choice in it. That you had to go a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see that shit every day. I see it all the time, man. I see like people like just so fucking angry because someone else had it easier than they did when they grow up. And it's, I mean, you can. That's not their fault, you know what I mean. And they still had to work for something. They still had to work for shit, you know. And and maybe you do have to take the longer route or you know the harder route to get somewhere or whatever you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just look at it, and maybe you're going to appreciate it that much more than that other person. I mean, there's definitely situations where you can say, "Fuck that dude, he had everything handed to him." Like if someone had everything handed to him and still manages to fuck it up. You can be like, fuck that dude. Or if, if someone had everything handed to him and didn't work for shit. You know what I mean? There's people like that. They just yeah. have everything handed to them. They don't work for shit. That's just that person. who That's just who that person is. That person's a shitty person regardless of what they had growing up. You know what I mean? The best way to combat that, and if it does drive you nuts, is just to rise above where they are. I mean, yeah. if, if you right. then you get above or to a better place than they are. Yeah. And then when you get there and you have kids... You're going to do the same fucking thing. Yeah, you're going to help them out. I'm sorry. You're not going to fucking be like, oh, well, you know, I'm fucking rich now, but you don't get none of this money, and I'm not going to fucking do anything for you. Every person I see that has that mentality, they all want the same thing for their kids. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? They all want to fucking give their kids everything they want and give them every opportunity their kids deserve. Yeah. And so how are you going to hate on someone because they were brought up like that when you're trying to do the same thing for your kids? You want to sit there and have that, like, the struggle made me who I am. You know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. mentality. But then when you have kids, you're going to spoil them rotten and you're going to fucking give them everything they want yeah. because you didn't have it growing up so you feel like you owed that to your kids. And you're not going to make them struggle. So how, are you, how, how is it cool to be like, my kids deserve this, but you didn't deserve it as a kid? I totally want to argue right. with this, but I can't. I mean, it's, you know, one of the things that Jacob, <laughs> Jacob's going to get a kick because he tells this, when I hear you say this story, it cracks me up. But a big thing, like my dad was growing up, I mean, the man I call dad is not my biological father. Yeah. My biological father is in Alaska. Yeah, you have a. I care. I'm sorry, you have a weird like family tree thing. I do, man. So yeah. many people just don't. When people ask me, you know, you know who's like 
what is your family? And I, I just usually I just blow them off because if I really had to break everything down, you wouldn't be interested in listening to it anyway. But you know, the man that raised me, Joseph Leonard Raymaker. Um, whenever he grew up, he, number one, he was born in 1947. Well, in 1947, growing up as a kid, there wasn't really nowhere near what we get to enjoy and, you know, due to these days. I mean, he grew up, you know, into a family that was, you know, work, very little play. Um, when he was 18, he joined the Navy, um, put in 20 years in Navy, and then another 20 years for CPNL. Um, Sharon Harris, I mean, you know, he taught me the work ethic, and I got to learn very, very valuable lessons from that, but... His whole idea was, I know for a fact, he gave me everything he couldn't have or enjoy as a kid growing up. And I honestly took a lot of that for granted because, you know, he would go out, just like you said, I regret things that, you know, he'd go out and buy me a set of golf clubs because he saw that I was interested in being playing golf. Mostly probably just get my fat butt off the couch. But, um, (laughs) you know, I just You can can say ass. I took for granted. (laughs) We have the mature rating. I I, I just took a lot of things for granted looking back on that now. But, um... You know, like you were talking about where people think, you know, well, you had everything gave to you. Well, yeah, I did have a lot of stuff gave to me. But then I see people that can't hook up a DVD player or they don't understand, you know, what it means whenever you have to support for yourself. Because, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it at all. At one point in my life, I had to siphon gas out of a lawnmower to put in my truck to get to work. We've, so, all, I mean, I know, we've all been there. Yeah, I did have, you know, the cool <laughs> video games and I had, you know, a lot of things gave to me. But I understand struggling. I understand hard work. And yeah. um, I think you're just a piece of shit if you judge somebody based on, you know, anything in their life. When you go to say, you know, well, you had more than me, so you don't understand what it's like to yeah. understand hard work, or you don't understand what it's like. Right, to right. I agree. I can, I can agree. Me. I can agree with that completely because I, I had a lot handed to me, or like given to me, or I had a lot of, you know, I had that growing up. But I didn't just not do shit. Like I fucking my grandpa was a fucking tobacco farmer. I had to be t- farming tobacco all summer. You know what I mean? Like, I barn tobacco as a kid, so, I mean, that's not, like, I'm not just fucking sitting around watching people barn tobacco and then just fucking, yeah. you know, laying around. Like, I used to do that shit, so, I mean, that's something not a lot of people do. I had to do that, yeah. up, barn tobacco. Yeah. Made a lot of money. I'm not trying to sit here and say, like, oh, I had it so fucking hard growing up, because I really didn't. I know that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not. Um, I didn't have it hard either. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to use that as, like, a way to be, like, uh, everyone else can, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's like. Just because I didn't have a heart, I understand that people do have it hard, and I sympathize with them. But yeah. uh, but that doesn't that's not going to change. I don't think of how you had it growing up is going to change your outcome. Like I'm not I'm not a believer of that. Right. I think I think it I think it probably can a little bit, but um, I mean because I mean it just it seems obvious to me that anyone who has like a who had like who has more given to them growing up or has a, a, a better uh, foundation is, is going to be easier for them to make it somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to make it, you got to want to, I mean, you got to want to do it regardless of somebody saying, Hey, here you go. Here's the magic there's, ticket. Or, there's, fucking, there's fucking plenty of people who just inherit shit and live off their inheritance and don't do a fucking thing. You know what I mean? Well, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> High five to you, sir. Yeah. They're still managing. Because, an, because anyone, well. any, because the, uh, thing, the, the, the thing is, I know I'm backtracking here a little bit. Mm. The thing is anyone who would bitch about that would probably do the same fuck most of the people who would bitch about that would do the same fucking thing if they were given the opportunity oh yeah like, you know what i'm saying you know my dad would have left me fucking three billion dollars yeah you think i would be out here fucking working i quit my job and we'd have a bitching podcast yeah, exactly. Studio. <laughs> exactly you know what i mean but that's <laughs> just i think that's the ultimate goal of our society is to free up everything 
is, is to have everything automated so that uh, way we can like humans can focus on things that that drives them creatively yeah that's it exactly drives their creativity and their passions you know what i mean that's exactly where it's going I think oh, that's yeah. I think that's a problem in society though, is that not many people have like passions for other things besides their fucking monotonous jobs. Yeah. A lot of people get their meaning from life by doing their fucking, you know, tedious, you know, job. You know, it's yeah. just a fucking job, but that's what they, the meaning of their life is, you know what yeah. I mean? Well a lot of people are a lot of people will you know, I guess you have a couple different kinds of people. You have you have people and they go to work because they have to go to work and make money. Yeah. They don't give a crap about their work and they just and 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 some of those people are very happy with their mediocre life, and then you have people that don't really give a crap where they work, and they're just trying to get a paycheck because they care so much about their family that they're yeah, doing that. Yeah. Then you have the type of people that like really give a crap about what they do, and they want to be the best in whatever they're doing, not because they want to make you know some ungodly amount of money, just because that's the kind of person they, they want to be the best. They that's how I am. I just want to be the best at my job because mm-hmm. you got to make a freaking. A notch in the world somehow. Yeah. That's how I feel about yeah. it. I mean, you can you can roll through with monotony, <clears throat> or you can uh, make waves. Yeah. I mean, uh, it just seems like I can I can understand where it'd be hard for someone who is working a job that they have to work because they have to feed a family or something like that, and they just you can't help whether you're fucking passionate about a job or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're doing a job yeah. because you have to do it and you got to make money, fucking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I respect those people. And do it well. You know what I mean? But like, if they, they can't be passionate about it if they're just not passionate about it. You know what I mean? They can't yeah. fucking... I, I, I feel like it's going to be hard to do that like the mental arithmetic or like the trick it's, it's got to be damn near impossible to trick your brain into thinking you're enjoying this when you're really not you know my, I mean? my, some people can some people can yeah but I, th- I think that's the exception not the rule i mean i think some people are passionate about working at wendy's and that's fine I yeah mean, if that's what you want to do but if I you're mean, slow to get my sandwich i'm gonna say something about you the remember, fact that you make too much money you remember fucking when we went to the waffle house the other night dude uh, that fucking waiter we had yeah that dude was on top of it man yeah, he seemed like yeah. he was fucking loving himself yeah i mean he might fucking go home and fucking drink himself and cry himself to sleep <laughs> yeah but at the job, he was fucking. He was he was he funny. Was, he was doing impressions, dude. He yeah. was like fucking cracking jokes. You had a worthy experience at the wall. Yeah, man. He was fucking. He was he was a he was a good employee. Yeah, he the was. The guy was playing his role. Yeah, mm-hmm. that far. He was doing his job. Yeah, the way he's supposed to. I just don't like when people make the excuse. It's like, well, I have to support my family, so you know, you're just lucky because you can do this. And mm-hmm. well, I I didn't make those choices for you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't make you know. It was your choice to have. You a family. can you can take whatever situation you're in and change it to however you want it to be yeah. i mean that's it's only on you it's not on anybody else i'm a firm you know? believer um and there's gonna be people that disagree with me on this but i really don't care i'm a firm believer that everyone in their lifetime in some way shape or form needs to deal with a retail environment because you get to see the filth of our society and you get to see great people in our society and i think um honestly until you do that deal with any kind of retail clientele vice versa you really don't understand and i really don't think you can you're not allowed to form an opinion about what you think um i just totally hit a train right there good service i mean i don't think you need to judge someone's job how they act or what they do until you're in their shoes and get to deal with um just how, just how in general we are as a society. I mean, I know that, that probably don't really make a lot of sense. I I, I I get what you're saying, man. You think I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I don't know if everyone needs to experience a retail job. I think that would probably help them in certain situations. You know, what I mean, be a little more you know compassionate and empathetic whenever you go somewhere and they're clearly you know having a busy day or like 
you know, you know, like there's bullshit behind the scene, bullshit at every job. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if you go into a job and they just happen to be like short staffed or something, you know what I mean? Like someone called out of work and now they're fucking scrambling. Like to to have that experience personally is going to help you better handle that situation as a consumer when you go into a place and they're doing that. You know what I mean? Because you've been like, if if you work at a retail job, you've had shitty days. Oh, you, yeah. you, I mean, you know, you understand like whenever you you can see whenever another place is having a shitty day, regardless of whose fault it is. You know what I mean? Now there, there's plenty of times where someone's just a fucking shit employee, and you can be like, that guy's a shit employee. Fuck him. He should be fired. Whatever. You know what I mean? You can talk. You can complain to the manager. I've never really had that kind of malice where I was just like, if someone's a shitty employee, I'll just deal with it and get out. Like I've never really fucking mm. been the type of guy to be like, that guy needs to lose his fucking job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. And I mean, given certain circumstances, maybe someone just fucking is so bad they just really shouldn't be there. You know, if they're like fucking harassing oh, women, yeah. women or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like hitting on girls walking in or something. Like clearly that dude shouldn't be fucking working there. Not everybody is good at everything. No, yeah. I'm the firm believer that, and this is going to sound, this is going to be a really sexist statement, but it is what it is. I think that as far as men go, and maybe women too, but I think that all men need to hit rock bottom at some point. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that you really know you really know where you are, and everybody's rock bottom is different. But I don't think you'll know where you are until you hit the bottom. Yeah, and you got to pick yourself back up. And it goes back into that, you know, conversation of if somebody's given everything, you know what I mean? They're not any better. But I think that you need to hit the bottom, whatever your bottom is. You hit the bottom, you pick yourself back up, and then that makes you, you know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe some much people better of a person. Maybe some people don't need that experience. Maybe and, some people just fucking keep soaring. And I think it's yeah. I think it's big on like dudes. And I say that because like I would never let my wife hit rock bottom. And if I end up having a daughter, I would never let her. I would never let her. Experience but if you had that. a son, you let. I him. would let him. I would send him there myself. <laughs> I would send him there myself. <laughs> I would pick him up and throw him to the bottom. I would dig the hole. Yeah. Damn. And I would put him in it Man. and then say, "Hey, Whenever here's here's six feet of rope." Figure it out. There's a small loan <laughs> of a million dollars. I'm that way, though. I mean, you got to learn how to pick yourself up, yeah. you know. And I'm very traditional in that sense that I don't think women should have to do that. But it's just me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, it's hard for me to tell people how they should live their lives, but. I will. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> easy. Here's the road map. <laughs> Take it on. Have you hit bottom yet? I have hit bottom before. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever hit a bottom. Yeah. I was at the point where I was like. I don't have any money. I can't pay my bills. I got a really shitty job. What do I do? And I got out. Yeah. Got out. You got out of the job? You quit your job? uh, My dad made me quit my job. Oh, really? I moved back home. This is like when I was 21 years old. I delivered light bulbs. I made like $9 an hour. Mm. But I lived like in an apartment in Raleigh, so therefore I couldn't afford my apartment or lifestyle. Uh Uh-huh. And I had found myself in some financial trouble that I couldn't get out of, so I moved back home, and my dad basically said, well, I'm not going to do it for you, but you have to quit your job, and you have to come work with me. And I paid him rent and all that shit. But now I'm here where I am today. I hated that. I did not want to go work with him. I did not want to be a construction worker at all. I didn't want to go do anything he had to do with it. But in all of that happening, I found you know a passion. So That's good. And it's brought me to where I am today. Maybe I'll hit rock bottom again. Some people hit it twice. Yeah. Yeah, you don't never know what the future holds. Yeah. I'll call you if it ain't some gas money. <laughs> I think I've been fortunate enough to not have hit in what I consider rock bottom yet. And I hope, you know, I hope I have already hit rock bottom because I've seen tough times just like everybody else. But I guess I try to be humble in that sense to know that 
you know, tomorrow, you know, I could go back to fucking Andy's and be flipping cheesesteaks again, hating life and hating my job. You but, worked at Andy's? Yes. <laughs> a lot of people I know worked at Andy's. Everyone's there's a, there's a funny Andy's. story to what got me to where I am today. Um, I was working at Andy's in Smithfield, and most days, I mean, this was a independent location, and the man that run it was pretty, uh, I won't say he's greedy, but the man, he was a smart businessman. I mean, he obviously knew how to make it a profitable business, but... Cutting corners. Um, yeah, and usually I was the corner, or any of his employees were the corner. I mean, there so was he was some just days, a shit boss. There was some days I'd literally go in there, I'd work for 45 minutes, and he'd be like, I don't need you anymore today. Yeah, fucking go home. I mean, yeah, you know, at the time, you know, I was fucking 18 years old. So, okay, whatever, I'll just go hang out with my friends or whatever. I mean, I didn't. I lived at home. I mean, I didn't really what have did to worry do? about What did he do? I mean, that was just the biggest thing. Um, so he made you become a salesman at uh, the most dominant <laughs> well, auto parts. When story. I was working, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was losing the the, <laughs> uh, the line of the story, the, the story arc here. Oh, yeah. Well, when I was working there, you know, they were building O'Reilly Auto Parts in Smithfield, yeah. right across the street, and I would sit there, be back there flipping burgers, and I'd look out the, those big front windows, and be like, man, what's going on over there? And um, you know, I just kept, I kept going to work every day. I hated. I hated it because there was so many stigmas with me. Fat guy making, fat guy cooking burgers. You know, I bet he eats <laughs> half the product. You know, and as I had that, I had that stigma kind of you stuck did, above my you? head. <laughs> I mean, I had this dirty old greasy shirt that I used to, I used to wear. Every, I don't know. How so many, <laughs> how many cheese sticks did you eat in a shift? <laughs> Be honest. I don't want to disclose that. <laughs> I just remember hanging out with you back when you worked at Andy's. Dude, you always come, come back. You're like hanging out with a greasy, the fucking yeah, greasiest just, fucking shirt, dude. Yeah. I just, I would just totally just get off work. Smelling fucking terrible. I didn't want to be around you, man. You stunk like a motherfucker, dude. It was terrible. But, um, you know, finally they got that built, and I sat there and said, you know, am I going to be? Because at one point I thought I wanted to be, you know, a general manager of the facility, and I wanted to pursue, you know, the customer service side of things. Because honestly, that's been the common common denominator my whole life was that I wanted to help. And I wanted to service. So people. you I mean, were fed up with your job at Andy's, and then you applied for a job at O'Reilly's, and you got it. Yes, I had the okay. opportunity. I actually, applied. I was making sure that's where this fucking story was going. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was so fucking long winded, dude. I had to get us there. You know, the, what I mean? ins- <laughs> the inspiration of Raymaker. I yeah, I was like, I was like, you're you're talking about like I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to show you, but you're talking about like it was so fucking inspiring. And I was like, dude, this sounds like some average ass shit, bro. <laughs> like, I'm was sorry. there was there like a tear that came out of your eye? He's like, I was looking at, I was looking out of those big ass no, windows. I, just, I was looking out of those big windows, and I just saw the building. And like, I, just, I mean, it, like, it just me painted like it was so fucking cinematic. He quit a job at Andy's, filled out a fucking application at O'Reilly's, and got the goddamn job. Dude. It's not that fucking. It's for, I'm sorry, bro. I mean, it wasn't uh, his mind. What I was trying to say was, oh, yeah. I had to, you know, I, I was proud oh. of myself because. I sat there that day and I had the realization. I said, I'm not going to do this. I am going to be something better. I'm not going to be this dirty old, you know, cheesesteak cook at Andy's. You know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to find something and I'm going to better myself. Out there somewhere, there's a person who's working at O'Reilly's and they're building a fucking Andy's across the highway and they're like, I'm about to leave this fucking shit ass car store and I'm going to fucking be a cook. I've always wanted wanted to cook food. Hey, if that's your passion, go for it. I just think it was very, I I find it funny that you, at one point, you want to just be a a general manager at Andy's. Like, that was your. Yeah, isn't that terrible? Like, you could be all inspiring things. Funny story, when I was growing up talking about what did you want to be when you were a kid, Jacob, you want to be a video game. 
game taster. Well, I think that's just like some shit ass dream every kid has, like something like that. I want to be. All I'm saying. I want to be a fucking paleontologist. Oh, I used to. I used to want to be an archaeologist. I used to say that. Yeah, archaeologist. I'm I just like, no, I'm fat. I sweat being in the hot heat in the desert, using a little brush. And there's no actual jobs for that. <laughs> How many paleontologists do you know? None. Exactly. <laughs> Shoot for the stars, bro. Exactly. I wanted to be the youngest Supreme Court justice. Did you Dude. really? Mm-hmm. Is that a real thing? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what the fucking Supreme Court was. When why I was don't a you? Kid. Why don't you run for like off political office and like a? It's the chair, dude. The chair makes people have to go in town. <laughs> it is. It's the fucking chair. He held on. He held on. <laughs> he chugged a monster in like three beers. I mean, it was uh, a matter of fucking time. Yeah. So you? Why don't you run for political office? I'm I mean, for you. I have no credentials of any. Kind. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I talked to my wife about it, doing it, and I might. You're gonna run for? A I may oh, hold on, in okay. like Smithfield or something. Comment back. Now. Do it. So what are you going to run for? Uh, I don't know, like a city council. I could be mayor. I'm probably Ald- not going to vote for you. Alderman? Do we have aldermen? What are you going, what are you going to run as? I don't know. What do you mean? What Wait. my What's my political yeah. platform? Uh, I guess you got to pick one, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can run as libertarian, but... I would never win. I don't say who fucking cares about libertarians. I'd probably run as Republican. Would you? Just because of the, where we're at. Corporatist. Now I screwed it all up because I said it on here. Somebody's going to bring it up. Oh, dude, you've given them so much fucking, like, I don't know how serious, like, the fucking uh, negative ads for, like, local offices are. Yeah. But just having a fucking podcast would be, like, so much shit you say oh, yeah. that could be used against you. I don't try not yeah. to incriminate myself, but that's fine. I mean. God, he he sympathizes with yeah, uh, Islamists. You, you sympathize <laughs> with fucking jihadists, dude. Yeah. They're going to yeah. fucking cut, they will cut that audio clip out immediately. And even in the right context, I disagree with it. In the wrong context, that could be fucking terrible. Well, that's why I would have to run for Republican. At least then I'd be a little bit safer well, yeah, because they, that's a yeah, positive side yeah. of running for liberal. Yeah. Hell yeah. Republican. Me. I'm going to do it. You get a lot of votes for saying something. Well, My father-in-law just said he, he's done stuff like that, like in town and all that, like small government positions and, yeah. and part of like organizations or whatever. He just said it's just a lot of work. I think first I would have to like run for the leader of my uh, homeowners association, like El Presidente. El Presidente. I would run that motherfucker. I'd build, an iron fist. I would build a big ass. I'd, I'd raise everybody's fucking homeowners well, just fees. Just go get you a small loan of a million dollars. And I can do anything I want to do. <laughs> yeah. I want, no, I would like, I'd raise homeowner fees so I could build a big wall around the subdivision. I'd get me a, like a golden golf cart and ride it around. Nice. And like with tape measure and like measuring people's grass and shit. <laughs> That would be me. That's yeah, me as an old fucking man. Dictator. I'm doing that shit. It's like my own little Cuba. Cuba. <clears throat> Maybe it's not a good idea that I run for any kind of political Probably office. Probably not, dude. Like I said, I wouldn't vote for you. Not I love you, but I would not No, vote that, for you. that power would go straight to my head. You're trying yeah. to put little Cubas everywhere, too. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I'd wage war with like the neighborhood across the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't be like South Korea. We wouldn't be that, you know. Sure. Or North Korea. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be like I North Korea. South Korea is pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be like North Korea. We wouldn't be quite that ridiculous. Sure. I have like a filter on the internet, and you uh-huh. can only go to websites about me. <laughs> like, you can go to Facebook. You can go You'd to my be Facebook. the fucking God Emperor. The God Emperor. Pretty much. God Emperor. He has no asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Do I believe that. Do I don't Koreans know. believe that. Wasn't that that? But that was in that movie, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the interview? Yeah. It's all propaganda. That was a cool movie. It was, it was okay, fun. Yeah. It was funny. It was there was a lot of like more hype than I thought it was gonna be just because of yeah. the Do you think that all that bullshit with like North Korea was bullshit? 
where they got all pissed off and they just ended up releasing the movie for free. I think it was probably just marketing. I mean, what did they sell though? Because they released it on Netflix. The movie for free. Yeah, I think that was like a marketing. I mean, it could have been true, but it seems to me like it just it might have been true a little bit, and then they just fucking ran with it, right? The whole like. Just to get people to want to watch the movie, like oh, we fucking, well, you know, just because it has that fucking like edge factor. What was the what was the actor's name? Not Seth Rogen. What's the other James guy? Franco? I feel like both of those guys in the movies that they're in and all the movies they do that they just generally like making movies. So I could see them doing that. Yeah. I could see them just making a market and saying, "Fuck it, we're just gonna give it away." Uh, I mean, they probably sold it to Netflix, but and everywhere else, I'm sure they made money off of it. But for it not to go to like box office. <laughs> yeah, maybe they did lose money from that. I'm sure they did, know. but I bet they just seem like the type of actors. Me that they would just give it. They just say, "Fuck it, this is a cool ass movie. We're just gonna give it away." Yeah, like just be. watch it. Yeah. If I was a badass actor, I'd do that. Or like a yeah. director, uh-huh. like fuck it. Okay. I made I made this piece of art, and you can't pay for this. You just have to see it. Yeah, needs to draw a picture of Muhammad. That's what I would do in Mini Korea because that's what I would name my neighborhood. Mini Korea. And, uh, you don't want to draw a picture of Muhammad, though. You get killed for that shit. I'll do it. I'll do it right now and put it on the internet. You'll get, you'll get fucking beheaded. Well, that was, that was the social issue. Like That was a while ago. <laughs> That's not, there's no hype behind that anymore. No, people, it's always hype behind it. Do it and see how much hype gets around it. Yeah, dude. That's a good way to fucking get some attention. Like draw it like an I killed No, instead of doing a fucking I heart Prius tattoo, you should just let me do a portrait of Muhammad on you. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think I can. I could do that. Yeah, Dude, yeah, you I mean, would be I joke pissed. around. No, yeah, you would be in some serious shit. Yeah, I joke around and I call shit, and I'm a very opinionated person. But there's just some lines that can't be fucking crossed. Yeah, like I the line that like... separates your fucking neck from your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be along the same lines as like somebody being an asshole and getting like the you know how they used to tattoo like Jewish people in concentration camps yeah like if somebody came in would you do that if somebody came in fuck no dude what if it was like their grandpa or whatever was in the holocaust well, I don't do realism wanted... I don't do realism anyway so no 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 I mean they just wanted like here this was my here's a picture of my grandpa's number and I want to get well, it done. I mean I don't know would you do that oh man um I don't know. That's a weird question. I've never, th- I've never thought that could, that just came to my mind. That seems weird, though. I would probably ask him, like, why would you want to get that tattoo? Yeah, that, that's, that's a weird friend. tattoo. Like, but I mean, if that's like, you know, if his grandpa was like all the time was telling him about what happened and wanted him to remember what had happened, and well, that so was a big part other ways of his to life. That besides the, the, you know, the brand. That I mean, I guess I was just I wondering. Mean, it's not you don't my, know how people are. Yeah, I don't know. That's I've never even yeah. thought about that. That's yeah. that's a weird one. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I would have to think about it. I don't know. Like I don't know if I could be a tattoo artist because I don't know. I would have lines that I couldn't cross. No, I, can't I definitely do yeah. this yeah. tattoo. Yeah, here, like I'm not going to tattoo some dude's butthole. Damn. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Sorry, Raymaker. You know, <laughs> something I was curious though because I know you didn't mention last podcast. Raymaker has Jacob, no butthole. But uh, <laughs> you said you have tattooed things that. You yourself didn't deem offensive on people that maybe took it as offensive. Can you go into any detail about that? Um, like I tattooed Rebel Flag recently that I posted on the internet. That right. could be. I don't consider the Rebel Flag offensive, but plenty of people do. You know what I mean? I mean, you yourself have one tattooed on your chest. <laughs> I mean, was it something? Fake that, news. <laughs> was it something that's not commonly offensive? Like obviously, you know, anything like you know Rebel Flag or you know, like. You know, SS or whatever. I mean, is it, was it just something that was like uncommonly? Well, offensive? I mean, like people are offended by everything nowadays. So, like, I mean, some people think the fucking like cross is offensive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just there's no telling what's going to fucking trigger someone. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to get on the fucking like 
buzzword anti-SJW bandwagon because that shit's fucking so oversaturated on the internet. But Trigger train. Yeah, I'm not on the fucking trigger train or anything. <laughs> because there's so many people like spouting anti-SJW fucking like, uh, everyone's so fucking offended. Like Everyone's making those fucking talking points on the internet. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm really doing anything new by saying shit like that. Yeah. But it is true. I mean, you never know what the fuck. I mean, people can get offended by anything. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's things that I have tattooed on people. Like, like I said, the rebel flag is the first one I can think of. Um, uh, I've tattooed. Uh, uh, it's hard for me to think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, I'll tattoo like some fucking like satanic shit real quick. You know, I think that stuff's cool. I think like I've, t- I've tattooed like a demon head on people. Um, you like that kind of stuff? Yeah, like I like. I mean, I have though. I have fucking triple six tattooed on my leg and upside down crosses like down there on my ankle. You know what I'm saying? So there's like fucking plenty of shit. I mean, I have shit tattooed on me that people might find offensive. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Hot damn, Raymaker. Is there any other uh, anything else? You know, you've been listening to the podcast for all eleven episodes, ten. So this day one. This will be eleventh, right? Yeah. Okay. So you've been listening. So you've listened to all ten episodes. Are there any questions you have for us? I wish Jamie was here for this, but. If you ask him a question about Jamie, well, we can just answer for him. <laughs> but yeah, do you oh, have anything? Um, before before uh, Raymaker asks us questions, uh-huh. I do want to say something. I was talking to him two nights ago. No, I was talking to him a few nights ago, and uh, he uh, he hated the <laughs> the lateness talk on the last episode. Who did? I, desp- I despise that. He so said he bad. hated y'all that. Just, he, he said it was. He said it made him cringe. Are you, why? Just, y'all just drew. I feel like y'all just that was just drawn out. Did, we, just, so we just got bogged down on it. Did we I beat mean, the dead horse? You did. I thought I made some good points. I thought Puckett I mean, made yes, some good you, points. You, you I thought I made the better points, but it's fine. I mean, yeah. I appreciate. It. I love you guys arguing between each other because there's nothing I like to hear. But two really great speakers just duke it out. I mean, I love that. Pow pow. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I say, I was just like, ah, uh, can we move on? But, you know, I mean, hey, that's just me. My opinion ain't worth shit. No, it ain't. Okay, ask a question. <laughs> yeah, ask. You got any questions about us? As Start your own or... fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wanna, Go ahead. Ask I want to get, I just want to get over the debate because I, I have, this is a touchy subject because I understand where Dustin may have come, may have come <laughs> from with this. Dustin, mm-hmm. how is your last name really pronounced? My last name? <laughs> yes, sir. Is Lanyo. 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 Okay, thank oh, you. Shit. I fucking knew it because, uh, like I say, obviously you have the um, the French Cajun background mm-hmm. with yeah. that. But I make it sound. I make it sound like you were a fucking French Cajun fighter or something. It's Lanyon. Lanyo, though, but it's yeah, uh, we we see it in, in American English. It's Lanyon. Yeah, sure. But um, <laughs> you know that's just something because it was sensitive to me when people always when I was growing up people always say rainmakers and no it don't have a fucking I in it it is raymaker okay mm-hmm. just how fucking you spell it out mm-hmm. like I really took even right even today if someone calls me rainmaker I just want to punch him in the fucking face uh-huh. <laughs> but you know I can understand with you somebody it would just see that's how that's, that's what I'm talking about people can be offended by any fucking thing <laughs> <nowadays. laughs> you know we, I mean, it's like, we know what old rainmaker is offended by. <laughs> but, but I mean, I understand. Do people like, think you're Indian? Oh, <laughs> I'm glad. You're like, you oh, you like are you like Indian because you know a, this name's rainmaker. I'm gonna tell you a true story, and uh, this is probably this was the last conversation me and this teacher ever had about this subject. But you know, she was a substitute. God bless her soul. She had to put up our class anyway. But um, she asked me during. Well, no, it wasn't during. It was after class. Thank God. But she asked me. She said, "Are you Indian?" I said, um, how many 300-pound pale Indians have you ever seen in your life? <laughs> and she just said, she did. I, it was just, she just kind of like flew it off. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. It's like, never ask me lady. to fucking answer ever again in your life. <laughs> I said, at this point, I don't know. I was given this last name, and I'm going to embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, see, I mean, since I was younger, people always just said whatever the hell they figured they could say and make it out, you know, and it was just whatever. Does anybody ever say it right? Not on first go, no. But it never never personally bothered you? Like, can you, you know, make it? Well, I mean, I mean, maybe when I was younger a little bit, you know, I'd be like, nah, that's not it, you know, just, but I mean, it really never, like, bothered me, bothered me. But I think I got... Because no matter where I went, it was never like, you know, somebody knew what was going to be. I already knew that. Like, nobody's going to be able to just pronounce that, like, and know what it is. I mean, I just feel like, like, if you you spelled your name out, Jacob Porter, and somebody said, so, uh, Jacob Prodder. I've had that. I've had, had, I mean, is it dyslexia? I've had had Proder. I I had a teacher call me Produce. Produce. You say say Puckett on the phone. Okay. I had a librarian thought my name was Justin Logan the whole <laughs> I guess the whole time Justin <laughs> Logan. Okay, so anyway, Ray, um as I just want I just want to know, man, as as a listener, man, is there anything you is there anything you want to ask us that any questions you have for us that we haven't covered? You know what I mean? Is yeah. there anything you can think of like stuff that we haven't covered that you wanted to get our take on or wanted to clarify or anything? Um I would actually spot. like to know um of course between all you guys what was it that really got you guys into the podcast? Just this trendy. We just do. Because <laughs> I mean, I know for a little while, you know, uh, you know, years ago, before you know, the lowbrow nation was what it is today. Um, <clears throat> no, I've, I've I've wanted to do a podcast for a few years now. I did. Uh, I actually bought a microphone, which I don't even know where it is now. I bought a microphone because I wanted to start podcasting like three years ago. Um, I just knew I didn't have anyone to do it with. I had no like. I didn't know what it was going to be about, anything like that, but. I've been wanting to do it for a long time, and then once uh, Puckett and Jamie approached me about it, I was kind of, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Even though it's probably, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I just, I was something I've always wanted to do. And not always, but for like, at least the past like three, That's four years. That's awesome, because I have you know always felt that you were a passionate person about expressing yourself. I'm just one of those dudes, man, that I just like to have stuff to do. Um, I, I like, uh, I'm not even like, a, I'm not big on, putting my opinions or thoughts out into a public sphere, public space. I don't, um, I don't engage with shit on Facebook or online or I don't really argue with anyone in person. Like I'm very passive. I'll just let shit go by. But there's been something like, I, f- I feel like, uh, having like a, a platform, like a podcast, like whenever I used, I used to do comedy too. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't, I've never had like any hesitation, like saying the things I want to say in that, in that, um, form because I feel like it's appropriate then. Like and like out in the like in my day to day life, I don't uh, I don't engage with people unless I know them very well. Um, right. But I won't I won't just like randomly like start something or like start a conversation or like any especially on anything controversial or anything like that or really even offer my two cents with anyone if I don't know them. You know what I mean? But in like a situation like this in a podcast, whenever I was on stage, I had the microphone. I felt I felt I felt like it was a more appropriate you know time to do that because. That way, people can decide whether they want to listen to me or not. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Right. Because whenever I have a microphone on stage, it's my fucking time. You know what I mean? This is this is my time on the podcast. It's my time. People are coming to listen to this. I'm not making people listen to this. Jamie might, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if people want to come and listen to me talk and listen to what I have to say about things, they can do that. I don't feel bad about saying how I feel in a in uh in this type of environment where people are actually caring about what I want to say. Maybe they care more about what Puckett has to say or what Jamie has to say, and I'm just here, and they have to deal with me. You know what I mean? But just the type of people who go around on Facebook or in real life and just want to fucking push their fucking agenda or push their rhetoric or anything like that down people's throats, I've never been that type of guy. I've never really gotten any kind of self-satisfaction. It's like it's just kind of fucking, it's kind of like fucking self-serving intellectual masturbation bullshit, man. Wow. 
And that's, something, that's something I've always took from you, man. You've always yeah. been a really humble, modest guy. And I've and I've always I've always lived by the philosophy of say less, do more. Right. I never talk about what I do. I just do it. And if like something like this, like, well, we have to talk about what we do, you know, because we want to branch out and reach people. Um, same thing with comedy. Like I've always been. I've, that's always been my uh, being a modest person. <clears throat> excuse me is a. Uh, Beneficial, like I, I, I look at it as a blessing in some ways, but it's also kind of a, uh, it's also kind of a curse because whenever I'm doing things like this that requires people for it to be successful to actually listen, we have to reach out to them, right? We have to at least let them let them know, let them be aware of our presence. So, with with me being humble, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like pushing things down. I don't like, I don't like pushing things on people. Right. So like, whenever I did comedy, I never talked about doing comedy on Facebook or never really advertised it or anything like that. Like my friends knew I do, I, I did comedy. Um, same thing with the podcast. Like I'm always just hesitant to do stuff like that. It's a, it's a fault of mine, but it can be a blessing in some situations. In some situations, the only thing I really push out there is my tattoos, and that's because I've been doing it for so long. I'm more comfortable with it. You know right. what I mean? So I mean, it's something I'm gonna have to get over, and that's kind of like a little insider like. Uh, look behind the curtains about me and who I am because like you see like Jamie and Puckett like posting more about the podcast than I do and it's it's just because that's just the type of person I am and I, I've always been so super hesitant to brag because I, I know it's not bragging I know I know that but it seems to me like it's it's kind of kind of bragging or not or just I'll, I get I just I get the impression sometimes that um, like have you ever tried to turn someone on to this is kind of how I'm going to relate this have you ever had someone try to show you music and you didn't want to listen to it? Yeah. So you may, if you had found that music on your own, you might would have liked it more than having someone show it to you and forcing you to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking? Does that make sense? Ever have someone show you a song that you, you, really, yeah. you really didn't feel like listening to music? Someone's like, dude, listen to this song and you're already going into it with like the mindset of like, I don't want to listen to this. So you don't like it. And whether it, now if you had found it on your own, you would like it more. You, does that, you know what I'm saying? Well, see, yeah. that's when like... I'm a big advocate. Well, recently, you know, I've gotten more of um, trying to be more fit and going to the gym and things. And I've been really, I've found myself to be really closed minded where people try to come up and say, hey, man, why don't you try to do this or try this diet or something? I'm just like, nah. You know, I, I see where you're coming from with that. But, you know, if I were to go out on my own and find something I liked or some kind yeah. of, you know, routine or something I do, I would be totally open to it. But just because that person was trying to put it on me, and I, and I kind of feel negative about it in the sense that, you know, I kind of wish I was more open yeah. to things like that. Because there is a lot of things I'm open to. <clears throat> sure. Like where someone, you know, like tells me, say, hey, man, go check out this song. I'm I'm all for it because, you know, music has always been a passion of mine. Yeah. And, you know, I do want to, I feel like if they didn't tell me about that, you know, I might never find it, <coughs> you know. So I'm yeah. open to things like that. But Well, an another problem I have too, man, it just seems like maybe I'm just not getting into things early enough or maybe I'm just a follower and not a leader. But it seems like anytime I really get into anything, and this may be true with everything anyone ever gets into because you never notice it once you're actually into it. Like whenever I started doing comedy, everyone had this mentality of like, oh, everyone's a fucking comedian now. Yeah. You start doing podcasts, everyone has this mentality, everyone's got a fucking podcast now. You know what I mean? So it's I've always kind of had that like, oh, Jacob has a podcast, Jacob's doing comedy, Jacob's even with even in tattooing, like everyone's mm -hmm. a fucking tattoo artist. Twitch streaming, everyone's fucking streaming Twitch. Everyone has that fucking mentality about any kind of fucking thing you want to pursue, you know what I mean? Especially if it's in the creative field. Well, I think that okay, so my whole, you know, I got into the podcast just because I felt like I had a lot to say. I mean, yeah. it's as simple as that. And I've wanted to do it for a long time. And Jamie approached me about doing it. And, you know, when we started 
when we first sat around the table, I mean, you were here that day, and we were still talking about the podcast, and that was very early days of what we wanted to do. There were no goals and aspirations to be some huge podcast to where no, no. we become famous and people look at us and think we're really fucking cool and all that. Now, I will say that over time, you know, our podcast has become pretty successful. And with that, we have kind of pushed out with that. And that's what that kind of got pushed Jacob to to do the Twitch stuff and put yourself out there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because it is become successful. So I'm with Jacob. I don't necessarily want to shove the, the podcast down people's throats like with the contest. Yeah. The idea is not to make people listen to us, but I want people to be able to find us. I can use the example of when I was younger, YouTube got real big. Okay. And we used to listen. We found music. Well, we'll go before YouTube. We'll say MySpace. Mm-hmm. So when MySpace was real big, I used to sit in my bedroom for hours and just get down these just like rabbit holes of trying to find, you know, different kinds of music and new bands and all this stuff. And that's the same thing that I'm trying to portray with the with the podcast. Whereas I don't want to say we have the best podcast in the world, which I think our podcast is pretty good. But I have to because we're doing it. But the whole idea we have now is that we just want people to i want people to stumble upon us now we've taken routes to put ourselves there you know to say hey you know so that people can stumble and find us but i I think that's our goal and that's why we wanted to do it and now it's just transforming and hopefully it transforms into the future yeah hopefully we'll see you got anything else right anything any other questions this is fun yeah um something um Something else, I guess I've asked Jacob. Obviously, I've, I singled you out and asked you a question. Um, Dustin. You just asked Dustin first time, though. Ask Bucket something. Yeah, you got a question yeah. for me. I'm not, try, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to control what you're doing. <laughs> you don't like you me. You asked him about his name, though. That's Dude, I got ADHD, so I'm like, you yeah. know, it hits me sometimes. Just any question really but, pops um, in your head, though. Yeah. Eric Puckett. Yes, I'm right about everything. <laughs> I know you were wondering. You know, the first time I met this guy, it was his birthday, and he was intoxicated at McKinley's. And um, something about that night, I saw, I said, you know what? I want to get to know that guy. I feel like everybody feels that way. Did you look but, at um, him through the glass window out on the smoke deck? Look through that big glass window. Big glass window. But um, <laughs> how did you, Eric Puckett? How did you get to know Jacob? And um, yeah, you guys are probably. I think we've covered this. this. Yeah. But um, fucking way to go, Ray. Yeah, way yeah. to go. <laughs> way to pay attention to our podcast. I know Jacob through Jamie. I know. I know Jamie through. Tattooing. Yeah, so I just started hanging out at the tattoo shop. Jacob was there. He seemed like a really cool guy, and uh, yeah. the rest is history. <coughs> We've had a lot of deep conversations over the years. Yeah, most of which I was right about. <laughs> Unless I was, which was majority of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that? do you have anything else, Raymaker? No, I, that pretty much shit on a... Uh, is there no other... Uh, <laughs> is there any things you question about the podcast or... Yeah, I just... Because, like, as a, as a listener, man, I feel like you can we can, you can have, like, input that maybe we wouldn't think about as yeah. hosters. Yeah, like, how are, how do you feel about it? Do you feel good about it? Are we doing like, a good job? I like the direction you guys are going because I feel like anytime I've listened to any podcast, the podcast itself had a set theme they were going for. But really, with you guys... It's honestly on the fly, and stuff. I've I've been having a little internal conflict with that if whether that's a good thing or not. Yeah, you know what I mean, because some people want that fucking structure. I want to hear them talk about this this specific thing every week, like whether it's fucking a video game podcast, an, yeah. anime podcast, car podcast, whatever. Mm, you know, whatever, I mean? yeah. some people like that. 
I I prefer the more like I just want to hear a little bit because I don't I don't know how we could fucking talk about the same thing every week. No, I mean really, that's my problem. Yeah, realistically, with us as people, you know, and this is where this pod, part of where the podcast came from is that between the three of us and Dustin now is we're all into so many different things. I mean, you can take everybody. Dustin plays the friggin' blues and he (laughs) plays video games. That's two total different realms. And he does that, you know, and, and I am into, you know, I'm really outdoors, outdoorsy person, but I really like tattoos and I'm really into music and I like to play video games. And whereas there's like, you know, common themes around the table, like a big Venn diagram. Yeah. But yeah, we, but we, uh, you know, there's so many things. And to me, when you have the the people that sit around this table that we have in the group, because I feel like we have a, a really good group of people, the, everybody has such a different take on whatever we're talking about. Even if we're talking about something somebody doesn't like, like if we bring up camping or fishing, like we all know that Jacob has no interest in that. But that's a side because somebody's going to be listening and saying I don't like that, you know, or or fuck camping, but then can laugh at the shit that Jacob talks about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. And I like that, too, because, you know, you and me, like, when you talk about camping and fishing, I'm not a big camper. Hey, I like fishing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the same sense, like, you know, I know Jacob, you know, here is a big fan of anime and stuff. And that's something I've never necessarily been a fan of, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But, you know, it's what makes you unique. You can't stereotype anybody in this group. Because we're just, we're literally just people People that all like different things. People try to. Like, you look at Jacob. Like, I know someone in my family right now that saw Jacob would just thought, He's a big pothead and sells drugs or something just because the way he looks or whatever. Right. And you see, if you didn't know, I have have no incentive to say that either. Like, I I really don't smoke weed. And it's just, if you saw Jacob, like, you would, or people would think that, but they're just so wrong. I know the real Jacob. I know who Jacob Porter really is. And, um, you know, I'm guilty of that too. When I first met Dustin, like, I didn't know what to think of this cat, but, you know, really. I just thought you were just some the same old guy, that same old stigma's got his eyebrow pierced and tattoos and you know probably listens to rock music and does drugs, but lo and behold come to find out, man, you are only one of those things is true. I connect <laughs> I, I connect I connect with you on another level, man, because I know you're a person that's really passionate about music yeah. and like you're really just an old soul, man. That's really oh, yeah, and you're probably born in the wrong era. Right. In some Let's, sense. Yeah. Are we done talking about ourselves? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm that's good. good. I uh-huh. Yeah, I don't wanna I wanna jack our own dicks. I'm much. I'm good. And uh, yeah. I appreciate you coming just, on today. Yeah, I just hope yeah. I just hope that little bit clears up any air or clears any air about if people don't know what we are, what we're doing oh, yeah. here. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, it should be clear. But hopefully, that answered answered questions people had. Yeah, that's, that's really what I wanted to, wanted to go for. I didn't really want to fucking talk too much about ourselves yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? I'm trying right. to get we're trying to get away from. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And uh, anyway, thanks for coming on, Raymaker. I appreciate. Yeah, it. thank that's you for being here, man. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing the rest of the day? Um, nothing. Let's get drunk. All right. Let's get drunk. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. Later, y'all. Bye. Later, guys. Be good.